Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. And uh, it is a uh, beautiful, sunshiny day, according to my window. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be another hot day. I tell you what, this uh, past uh, weekend, what is Saturday? Whew, man, Friday, Saturday, both were so hot. Uh, I was mowing the other day, and uh, about made me myself sick. I was out there and uh, got real weak. I got real sick to my stomach and had to come inside and sit for a minute. So be careful out there and uh, don't overdo it. Uh, some people, you that's, that's their jobs is working outside all day. So uh, it's uh, make sure you drink plenty of fluids. When I was in the Air Force, and I tell you what, it was so hot. Uh, anyway, and we had to wear full fatigues and boots, uh, and uh, oh my gosh, it was miserable. And uh, that's one thing they had to drill into is costly is drink water, drink water. In fact, uh, their goal, uh, because when you got your food and sat down, they would have so many glasses of water, you had to drink. And their hope was to make you throw up. And, uh, uh, and so I was sitting there and man, I got to like, I don't know, it was like the fourth glass of water or something. I mean, it was, it was miserable and they were in your face to make you drink it. And, uh, good morning, Mrs. Hensley. And, uh, um, I was starting to gag and at TI, I got my face and do it, do it, throw up. And I thought to myself, I will sit here and I will, I mean, I was determined. I didn't throw up, but he, man, because I was about to give in. I'm just that stubborn. <laughs> so I, uh, uh, so be sure to drink plenty of fluids. Don't go to the point of uh, making yourself throw up. But well, it's been an interesting turn of events in our country. Uh, you know, the Elizabethan Cover Bridge, um, what do you want to call it? Uh, protest. Uh, is, you know, it's amazing that these protesters become very humble when they're surrounded by those who are armed. And, uh, you know, they uh, they didn't really say much, do much of anything. Uh, so so odd. And the same thing in Virginia. I got, I got tickled in Virginia. Uh, the counter-protesters had all these Confederate flags and all these weapons. And, uh, and, and the, you know, it just seemed... Seems so peaceful for for some reason, <laughs> and uh, you know it's amazing. Uh, you know when they think they've got the upper hand, that's when they're looting, destruction, destruction, and burning, and everything else. But I tell you what, though, I did uh, uh, get really angry at that uh, black motorcycle, the Black Panther group went down to uh, uh, Stone Mountain, Georgia, and uh, they were open uh, carrying their guns, and uh, they said they got in the guy's face and. So where's my reparations and things like that? I mean, I saw the video, so I didn't like it. Just you know, was this hearsay or not? That didn't really ticked me off. I ain't gonna lie, but uh, I've been to Stone Mountain and uh, I've actually uh, hiked to the top of it, and that's uh, it's fascinating. It is a, a real wonder, a beauty up there, it really is. And uh, it just, uh, I don't know. It, like I said, like I told you guys before, I post on social media. And, you know, it, we got to quit giving in. You know, history is not there for your feelings. It's History is there for us to learn from. And uh, if you're, you know, uh, if you, we don't stop this Marxism, 
I mean, that's purely what this is. It's cancel culture. It's nothing more than Marxism. If we do not halt this, if we do not stop this, it's not going to end with the statues. It's not going to end with uh, Stone Mountain. It's not going to end with Mount Rushmore. It's not going to end with changing our uh, our national anthem. It, it will not stop there. It's going to infiltrate into the churches, into uh, Christianity. I mean, it, it is going to go into full-blown uh, communism. I thought there's no doubt about it. Good morning, Miss Debbie. And uh, that's exactly, if we don't put our foot down and say, listen, get your little snowflake hurt feelings on down the road. Uh, and, uh, you know, this we're not going to take anyone down any more statues. This is history. And, uh, you know, and, and, and you need to learn and bone up on your history to understand some of these things. And these individuals who may have had uh, personal shaded, shady past, but look at what they accomplished, what they did for the betterment of our country and uh, who allows you to be able to protest and do the very things that you're you're upset about. But uh, so we really, you know, obviously we need to pray for our country. Um, it's clearly uh, a divide that's being pushed uh, by the progressive liberal left. There's no doubt about that. Uh, their agenda is to tear down uh, this nation. Uh, that's what they want. Uh, their, their goal is to tear it down, rebuild it into what they want. That's why they want to say the Declaration of Independence is archaic. They want to say that it doesn't apply to us today. And uh, so, you know, at some point, we're going to have to put our foot down. In fact, I was reading, uh, I think it was Ken Ham, if I'm not mistaken. Don't hold me to that. I'm pretty sure it's Ken Ham I was reading. Uh, that he shared an article where they, within the next five years, they'd predict a civil war, which the uh, way things are going, I don't give it that long. I'll be quite honest with you. I, you know, and what worries me is my kids and their future, uh, if that is to be the case. Uh, you know, people are, there's clearly uh, a, a divide to the point. It's almost, you know, they, these individuals act like the civil war happened yesterday instead of, instead of you know, uh, over a hundred and some years ago. They uh, are almost 200, I guess, now, but... Um, uh, uh, they act like it just happened, but uh, we're about to the point where you've got those who want to uphold traditional American values, family values, Christianity, God, patriotism, and you've got those on the left who are the complete antithesis to everything I just mentioned. So, uh, good morning, Tom. And uh, so, you know, and so there's such a divide that uh, there could be a very real civil war, but, you know, you know, then again, you have to ask yourself, what kind of civil war would it be when the majority of them on the left don't agree and don't don't want guns <laughs> and, and waving their rainbow flag? So I don't know how long of a it may be a thirty minute civil war, <laughs> you know. I don't know, but uh, we might maybe I just do like um, with Kurt Russell Escape from New York. Let's just let's just let's just coordinate off in New York and California, and the rest of us can live happily. You know, maybe we should do that. Well, Seattle too. We'll just put all those three and behind uh, walls, and we'll just live happily ever after. Maybe that'll work. So, anyway, of course, I say that facetiously. I don't. I don't really mean that. All right. Well, uh, enough of my opening monologue. <laughs> Let's go ahead and let us stand and let us say the pledge of allegiance. Let me get our flag up here and yes i take off my hat and i stand and when we do the pledge so here we go hold on i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all
I tell you what, I uh, I love our country, and I praise God that I was born in such a great nation. And uh, it is heartbreaking uh, to see those who wish to destroy what we hold dear. So many who gave their lives and fought for what we have. And uh, tell you what, uh, it just uh, I see videos of the flag being burned and trampled on and. Phew, I tell you what, it's hard to, to keep a Christian attitude <laughs> and to act like a preacher. You talk about getting mad enough to make a preacher cuss, that's pretty much right there at it. <laughs> so I'll be honest with you, I'm not going to lie. But well, let's go ahead and look at our verse this morning. We're going to look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. So let's go ahead and get on over here and uh, let me get that pulled up so those on line on the website can read along as well so let me get that up here all right second timothy 3 uh, verse 14 but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in christ jesus all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished to all good works. And as my old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, my friends, uh, it's uh, kind of funny or interesting, I guess, I don't know. Uh, the uh, people out there, a lot of people in this world uh, want to appear smarter than what they are. Nobody wants to be stupid. Nobody wants to be dumb. And uh, like, you know, that's understandable. That's why you know, I was talking about last night the pseudo-intellectuals uh, on social media. That if it wasn't for Google at their fingertips, uh, they would be completely lost. They wouldn't have no defense. They would have no way to, uh, to defend their worldview. And, uh, and, it, and as I was talking about last night, uh, that uh, I've been in so many debates on social media, uh, particularly those who are anti-God, uh, anti-Christian, anti-America, whatever it is. I've done it so long that, uh, and that's sad to say that, <laughs> that uh, I can almost predict what they're going to say before they say it because they all parrot the same, same thing. And they all share the same kind of links. I mean, it's just, you know, that's why I said if you're going to minister, if you're going to try to witness on social media, then, you know, make your point and go on. They're going to come back with some, some bull to try to tick you off and, and go on. But uh, there's something to be said to, to read, uh, to study, to show thyself approved, as God's Word says. And a lot of people don't like to read. And, uh, you know, I can understand that. You know, it's kind of funny uh, really to understand God's sense of humor because I've always hated to study. I've always hated to read. I've always hated those things and uh, tried to avoid it at all costs in school. In fact, I rarely took a book home at school and uh, uh, praise God, I, I passed with a C average. <laughs> so, and uh, it's surprising that I was even able to pull that off because I, I hardly rarely ever tried to look at anything. But um, uh, but now, as a pastor, uh, that's 99% of what I do is, is people don't understand the amount of hours and time of, of reading and preparation and studying that goes in uh, to uh, doing a, a teaching or a sermon uh, on Sunday and Wednesday. 
and uh, it requires a lot of reading. But, you know, I, I find myself before, you know, uh, I really hated it. But uh, when when God really touched my life and turned me around and called me to the pastorate, something uh, in me changed. And that was only God that changed. And that is the fact that I enjoy reading. I enjoy research. I really enjoy looking at these things. But, you know, I, I was reading a story, and uh, uh, I think it was, um, oh, uh, Zacharias, Robbie Zacharias, uh, the name. he was talking about a story, and he said there was a man that uh, come in uh, to a bookstore, and he said uh, it's a very prominent, high-class kind of bookstore. In fact, it was off campus from a major college or university, and uh, uh, almost to the point of being snooty, you know. A guy comes in and greasy overalls and uh, opens the door and he said, I want to buy 128 feet worth of books. <laughs> said that everybody just kind of stopped and and uh, the person behind the counter is like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and said, I want to buy 128 feet worth of books. And said that that piqued everybody's interest as to what's going on. And uh, uh, come to find out what it was, because the, the clerk was like, what? I don't understand, what are you wanting, you know? What it come to find out, uh, there was a, um, a, a, a debate or a convention going on between two opposing sides, uh, and, and the one side wanted to uh, cover a wall full of books to uh, to intimidate the other side that was in these, um, it's like a union negotiation or something. I think that's what it was, some kind of union negotiation. They wanted to intimidate the other side to make them think that they were intellectuals and uh, to kind of more or less psych them out to think that they were smarter than the other side. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and that is uh, that is sad uh, that uh, there were, that's true. There's a lot of people out there that want uh, to make you think they're smarter than what they are. Now, my dad has in his office, uh, well, our office now, but it is, uh, it, I mean, it's wall-to-wall -wall books, and he has read the majority of those books. So he don't he don't have those in there for looks or or for uh, aesthetic purposes uh, or to make himself look smart. He has read majority of those books, and uh, I know within my undergraduate graduate work, there's I mean I, you can ask my wife. I would have stacks of books I would have to read every semester, and uh, I tell you what, it's tough when you got deadlines to read those kind of things. But I, I thought it was kind of funny. Um, there was some, uh, the, uh, there was a great Christian author, A.W. Tozer, and um, he uh, was um, writing for a Christian journal, and a woman wrote in. She said, I love your writing. She said, and uh, said it so much that it fits perfectly in my birdcage. <laughs> So, you know, you talk about uh, inflating the ego and then uh, busting the uh, uh, the balloon, the proverbial balloon there, you know, said <laughs> it lined her birdcage perfectly. And they say that um, uh, uh, Stephen Hawking's book, um, oh, they did a movie on it. Um, oh, my mind's went blank of his book that he, he wrote. Uh, uh, anyway, said that it was the most bought book and the least, least read because apparently people wanted to put it uh, in a position to make it look like they uh, uh, were smarter smarter than what they are. And we, we know you find that a lot within the Christian community. You find people who want to act more spiritual than what they are. You find pastors who want to elevate themselves to, you know, bow before me, kiss the holy rings, you know, that kind of thing. And here I am putting my underwear on backwards, you know. I So, you know, I, I try to be myself. I, you know, even last night I was speaking, and I was just like, you know, I was thinking different individuals uh, in my head uh, that uh, are probably smarter than I am or 
more intellectual or can uh, enunciate words better than I can. And, and as I'm speaking, I'm almost feeling myself feeling a little intimidated. It's just the old devil trying to get in my head while I'm trying to give the word. And, uh, you know, but the Lord just kind of just really, well, let's just spoke to me and said, listen, I called you to be Matt Young. I didn't call you to be this person or that person or that you be who I called you to be. And that's all that is required. And so that's all of us can do. Don't, you know, but one thing's for sure, we need to study. We need to study, show ourselves approved. We see this here, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is profitable for doctrine, for proof, for correction, for instruction of righteousness. See, we need to read our Bibles. I know reading is not a popular thing. I know it's not something that not everybody just wants to do, but when it comes to God's word, we have to study, show ourselves approved. God's word is 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 more powerful or sharper than any two-edged sword. And, uh, you know, we need to know this before because we need to know how, not only is do we need to study God's word, all right, is because we need to not only gain, one thing my dad always says, knowledge is power. And, uh, and not only is it it's not an amount of, of gaining knowledge, so, so to speak, it, we need to gain that knowledge, but it, it is something that we can constantly learn from. It is something that, that we apply to our daily lives. It is for spiritual growth. It is something we have to you know we have to dive into this each and every day. That's why I post on my social media uh, how to read the Bible in a year, I po and I read those very scriptures. And because it helps me to stay consistent, because I know before I had that uh, ability uh, to uh, uh, have, you know where I post that each day. Uh, you know, I, each morning I just pick it up the Bible and be like, uh, I'll just read here, and I'd read a few verses and say, well, let me try some. You know, I'll do some of the old, some of the new. Well, then the next day I I would be like, well, let me let me read a few verses here, and I'm like, wait a minute, did I just read that yesterday or last week or last month? And couldn't stay where I'm at. And uh, you know, the Bible is unique, and it's, you can't really read it from cover to cover like a regular novel or book. It's not really set up that way. And, um, uh, you know, in fact, when somebody first starts reading the Bible, I tell them to read Romans. You know, that's a great uh, uh, book to start in. But um, I like that read the Bible in the year because it helps me to stay consistent. That way I have exactly what to read for that day. If for heaven forbid something happens, I get sick or something, and I miss a day, I know exactly where to go back and hit and, and continue on. And praise God, I've been able to read through, I've read the Bible through its entirety. Uh, this is no lie, let me think here. It's been, uh, uh, I think, uh, 14 times, uh, 13 or 14 times I have read completely through the entire Bible. And that's pretty awesome. And uh, But there's always something new to glean from that. There's always something new to draw from that. Uh, you know, and just like those out there who want to be pseudo-intellectuals, uh, you know, you run into people who are full of crap and think they're smarter than everybody else. And, you know, everybody's looking at them like, oh, man, shut up. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's just, you know, you have those out there who, who think that they know everything. And uh, and those people can be annoying. And, and what does Solomon tell us? There's nothing new under the sun. These kind of things go on and on. And, the, the, you know, you have the cynics out there that uh, want to tear down God's word, uh, who want to um, uh, make fun of what we what we know, what we understand. That's fine and well. Let them be, let them think they're smarter than everybody else. But like God's word says, those who are even the smartest are fools in God's eyes. 
So, you know, in order for us to give a strong defense, not only to those who would attack us, but to Satan himself, when he comes to attack us, how do we fight back? That is with God's word. That is our sword. That is how we fight back against the forces of darkness. And if you don't know the word, you're not going to be able to fight back. So, you know, I really understand that reading may not always be the most popular thing for a lot of people, you know. And, and it's not something, you know, even though that the Lord has really touched my life, and, and I do enjoy reading, and, and I like to uh, gain more knowledge, only for the, for the main reason, not so much to try to be Mr. Smart Guy, but uh, uh, so that I can convey God's Word better to you, uh, so that I can be a better teacher uh, to help you in your spiritual work and growth. And, and that's what my goal is as a pastor, is to help you grow, to encourage you in your walk daily. And so there's a lot, sometimes there's some evenings I'm tired and I don't feel like reading. I've got, no, I've got to force myself. And uh, even when I'm sick, I'm trying to, my wife's like, just rest, just rest. You don't have to read. I'm like, but I've got to, you know, I said, you know, because I, I feel guilt if I'm not studying because I don't, I don't want to lack uh, in my in my duties as a pastor, I want to be able to give those answers when somebody asks a question, and I want to help you. That's my you know that's why I'm doing these devotions each morning is to encourage you, to help you in your spiritual walk, in your spiritual growth. That's what I want for you, and that's why I want to encourage you today to read God's Word each and every day. Read, study. Knowledge is power, and nothing can be more powerful than God's Word. And only that can help you in your day as you start as you start out your day uh, and, and to help you with spiritual growth, for encouragement, uh, to in this world of bitterness and hatred and cynicism and jaded points of views. And, and uh, you know, everybody wants to think that uh, what your belief is relative. God's word is not relative. It is static. It is it is the foundation of our beliefs. So let us not waver. You know, when we want to know truth, right here is truth. Right here uh, is, is what God's instructions for us each and every day. Don't neglect their, your time and your duties in God's word. Study, my friends. Read. If you read nothing else, read this. And, you know, it, it, if you say that you don't have enough time to read God's word, I call you out on that because how many times, how many hours uh, do we catch ourselves uh, on social media? How many hours do you sit in front of a TV? How many hours do you play Candy Crush or whatever it may be? It's amazing how you can find the time to do the things you really want to do. And as my old Papa used to say, excuses are made to serve the ones who make them. My friends, I encourage you today, read. Read God's word. And it would only benefit you to do so. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message this morning. And Lord, I, I pray that uh, all those who are watching and listening today, uh, that uh, this will be an encouragement to them uh, to read and to study your word each and every day so that we can develop our relationship even further with you, that we can have gained better understanding of the direction you have for our lives. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, and watch over protect us this day. Lord, uh, pray to me this nation uh, and this division uh, that has been created. And Lord, I pray healing and peace. And uh, Lord, and mainly that you would touch the hearts and minds 
of the people of this nation like never before. Only people coming to know you as their personal Lord and Savior can bring about the healing and uh, repair the division that we are seeing today. Lord, I want to lift up a special prayer request for my brother in Christ, uh, Hoover Smith, uh, who's dealing with the loss of his mother, and I pray peace upon him, and Russell DeGrove, the loss of his son. And Lord, I pray that um, you'll be with Wendy Lee, and Kim Penix, and uh, uh, Troy, and Ginger Hood, and uh, Linda and David Feathers, and Roger Winters, and uh, uh, Lord, uh, there are so many others, and uh, Ron and Thelma Thompson, Lord, I pray to be with them. And Lord, uh, Lord, let our military know that uh, they are appreciated, and let our police officers know Lord, that they are loved, they are needed, and they are appreciated, despite what uh, what's being uh, put out there, Lord. We, we do appreciate our men and women in blue. And Lord, I pray to be with our president, give him the proper wisdom and knowledge and discernment during these difficult times and protection about him and his family. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a good day today. If you think about me, say a little prayer for me. I, I've not been feeling the best of the world. I uh, had a tick on me over a week ago, and it's a sore back there. can't hardly stand it, so uh, when I pulled that off, so say a little prayer for me. Uh, it would get to feeling better. Tick, uh, that tick got on my head, and there was nothing there to, to suck out of my head, so uh, the joke was on him. So, but anyway, uh, if you would like to share these devotions, you'd always find me on social media at Dr. Young 77 right here on Facebook. And, or, uh, if you have friends or family say, well, I don't do Facebook say, well, you can uh, go to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, watch all the devotions there. And, or if you haven't already, uh, be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes free of charge audio only, but you can listen to all of our sermons. In fact, I just got done uploading uh, Dad's uh, sermon from yesterday and mine from last night. Uh, so with those are on there. All of the devotions and podcasts and such, you can listen uh, and no, no charge to you. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. Mm -hmm.